Welcome everybody to episode 138 of the Whiskey and Watches podcast and uh, happy Thanksgiving, happy day before Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm not quite sure exactly when we're going to drop this, uh, but we're recording a little bit early because we got some travel uh, on the docket later this week, obviously with the holiday coming up. So um, just wanted to wish all you guys a happy Thanksgiving from the get-go, buzzy, happy early Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm sure we'll chat between now and Absolutely. then. Absolutely. You as well. And everyone listening, yeah. I mean... Gosh, you could be listening to this on Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Could be, could be listening. I mean, any any Ooh, sort of yeah. day, really. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that a little bit later. But first, as we always do, unfortunately, Mister Spangler is not with us. I'm not quite sure what animal he is working on tonight. Um, maybe the inner animal. You never know. Um, but we will we will find out when we catch up with him next. Buzzy, what's in the glass? What's on the wrist? All right. Well, tonight. I decided, you know, this seems like a good night for a little beer. <laughs> and he's, you guys can't see this. He is holding up a seven and a half ounce bottle of beer. That's right. It's a little beer. It is a little beer. Okay. I had to go to the grocery store last night. Although I should say I got to go to the grocery store because I found to go. <laughs> these little, little uh, delightful beers. Uh, apparently now, Miller High Life, yes, the champagne of beer, now comes in seven-ounce glass bottles. You can purchase a sixer of these petite little uh, little, little beers for three and a half dollars. Uh, wow. They are completely unbeaten when it comes to sheer novelty. Uh, they're very funny because the... Um, like the high life slash like MGD um, very trapezoidal looking bottle is in full, full effect here, but just super squat, like uh, barely tall, <laughs> barely taller than a uh, 12 ounce can. So uh, man, they're a hoot. My wife also really likes them. She's been calling them cutie beers and actually we'll finish the entire <laughs> thing, which... Um, oh, there you go. No wounded soldiers. Exactly, exactly. Th- those of us that are married, um, we-, we know how that, that goes sometimes. So, yeah. Well, little Miller High Life. I have to... Here, we're we're going to take a little, little break here. One second. No, I, did, I didn't. And he just finished it in one yeah, sip. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So let's it's gone. let's let's get into the way back machine, uh, dear listeners. Uh, I want to say around 2010, uh, Miller High Life had a fantastic series of ads with Wendell Middlebrooks as as may he rest in peace. Rest in peace. Big ups to my man. He. So Wendell Middlebrooks played the Miller High Life delivery man and um, his entire occupation in these commercials was like taking away high lifes from people that weren't living the high life, right? Phonies and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, Uh, as well as just, just spreading cheer. And, you know, it was like a, like a, a St. Nick that, uh, you know, delivered happiness all year round instead of just on Christmas. The fun fact is I got to meet him in person once. It was before one of uh, the ND games. He was at the Martin's supermarket near campus. Uh, 
one on Ironwood and State Road. That's right, baby. That's right. <laughs> my myself and uh, my old roommate and two of our friends decided that you know what, it's game day. But Wendell Middlebrooks is here. We are going to take time out of our busy day to go shake his hand, get a picture with him. Ah, great times. Nice, nice man. Okay, so and I've got, I've and got. Honestly, um, you know, typically one should be a little cautious when meeting one's heroes. Just, just the, just the same guy is on the, is uh, on the ads. That guy rules. <laughs> so, rest um, in peace, man. So there's, there's like two or three asides there. One, we got to tie in. Uh, I don't know if it's a Cincinnati thing or not, but like Little yep, Kings, Little Kings. also uh, come in. The, and that reminds me of like those are like the perfect beer to have as a sidecar to a Bloody Mary. So we're we're touching all the topics there. The little 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 petite beers, both either in can or in a bottle. You know, you should always have one of those with a Bloody Mary. Um, it's kind of the point. Um, and then going to Wendell. Wendell starred in one of the best and briefest Super Bowl ads ever. Uh, which I don't know if you. I don't want to. I don't remember what Super Bowl it was, but they paid for a single second ad. Where it's just cut to Wendell and he goes, "High life!" And if you missed it, you missed out. I mean, realistically, you're like, "Did that?" <laughs> it, it was like the Will Ferrell ad for the one local brewery that only aired during the Super Bowl in like six counties in Iowa or whatever that was. Like people, are like, am I am I really seeing this? Did I really just see that? And the answer was yes, you did, and that was the whole ad. Um, and then speaking of that, Martin's, I don't remember. I feel like it was after I had graduated. And Rachel and I were still living in South Bend or Osceola at the time. We had we had football tickets because she was on staff, and we were. I don't. I think we needed some last minute tailgating supplies early Saturday morning for a game, and um, we were obviously stopped there because it's on the way. Good place for it. Um, and I'm pretty sure we saw Mike Golick there because his son Mike Golick Jr. was playing. Or no, it was J- it's either Mike Golick Jr. or Jake. Both of them, I think, played there. Um, were uh, loading up. A, he had a, he had a massive cart full of stuff. I think clearly getting ready for a tailgate. So, um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's uh, that ties it all together. Uh, what is on your wrist, Buzzy? <laughs> all right. <laughs> now that we got all of that out of the way, what is actually on your wrist? Actually, on my wrist is the Zodiac Super Seawolf. It is still navy, white and orange. I still actually like the clasp, which makes me rethink all of my prior thinking that butterfly clasps were anathema. Um, Really wearable dimensions. I I think I brought that up the last time, but um, does a nice job of, of slipping under a cuff. It never seems too big. Never, um, Never one of those watches that you cringe a little bit when you're walking through a doorway because, you know, it's likely to make errant contact. Now, really great watch. Fun one. Um, I really enjoy it. One thing that's very funny about it is when you look at it online, you, you see the bezel is neat. As uh, you've got the the navy blue, the orange, and then even some white markers on, um, yeah, you know, some of the minute marks. But there's also there's a thirty 
down at six o'clock. That's it. Just 30. That's all the numbers you need. Just 30. Just 30. <laughs> yep. And you may scratch your head. I have to tell you when it's on wrist, you don't scratch your head. You don't notice it all that much. It doesn't, um, yeah, it's fine. It's kind of, it's kind of funny. It's funny when you made that comment. When you made that comment, I had to do a double taking look at the ceramic one that I have because, like, I knew that the thirty was there, but I, I both kind of assumed, but also didn't pay attention enough to notice that the other numbers were missing. And my comment was, I actually like in the first fifteen minutes they have the five minutes, they have the singular minutes, but they also have every three minutes marked off by a triangle. Um, again, all of that is a little bit more subtle on the black. Yeah. Um, ceramic because it's just a little etched into the ceramic so it, it's just a different texture and that's how you can see it which actually really works well in a surprisingly greater number of lighting conditions than I thought um, but you know that just that's interesting you know while we're on the topic of Zodiacs uh, the article that I wrote for Fratello is live on Fratello so go check that out on the ceramic Super Seawolf uh, which I still have in my possession and still is killer I am not wearing it tonight, but I will most likely be wearing it tomorrow because it is Blue Watch Monday. Um, the other thing that I want to say on air that I, I, I want to say I stand corrected, I can't remember if I quoted what I thought might have been the price. Um, the price is actually sixteen ninety five. I thought it was like twenty three or twenty four hundred bucks. Can tell you that makes it even more of a screaming deal because I think at at twenty four hundred dollars it was a really good watch. At sixteen ninety five, it's a killer deal. So. Um, Hey, maybe you want a black ceramic steel hybrid watch on Black Friday for sixteen ninety five. I don't know if Zodiac's going to run any sales or not, but either way, for that price, uh, it, it's a it's a it's a pretty killer piece. Um, so yeah. Well, I guess I guess we should switch to what uh, now that we're ten minutes in. Uh, thanks to you know people calling us out on on this, uh, we can switch to what I'm drinking and wearing. I have. Some Glenlivet Founders Reserve in the glass because it's an easy drinker yes. and I haven't had it in a while. Uh, this bottle's getting a little empty, but you know something? The nice thing about this is I can find it everywhere, everywhere, which is a great thing. And it's just such a, a smooth, easy drinker. I absolutely love it. So uh, big ups, Sandy. Sandy's been releasing some new stuff. Uh, Glenlivet and, and some of the other other brands that he has um, seem to be coming out with some new stuff. I have to track some of it down. He's been giving me suggestions. I just haven't been able to make it to... Um, some of the bigger stores around here uh, that have a chance of carrying it uh, just because the local Kroger has a good selection, but not a great selection. And sometimes to find this, the, the, the harder to get stuff, you need to go to a place that has better selection. I, I still think I'll have an easier chance of finding some of those things than, you know, finding Eagle Rare at this point. But, you know, <laughs> um, just kind of is what it is. Um, and then on wrist... Um, on wrist, I've got the Oris PPX Caliber 400. Um, absolutely love this one. Um, just, you know, was watching the Formula One race this morning after church and thought, hey, you know something, we'll, we'll grab this bad boy and throw it on. Slides easily under the cuff. The bracelet is still, I think, one of my favorite bracelets um, in the in, in the game. Like, just the way it catches light, it, it's right up there with, with some of the other... Um, pretty awesome integrated bracelet sport watches from a bracelet perspective. Um, just really well done. I still can't believe that they they made it like almost the perfect size at 39 millimeters, and I'm wearing one. Um, so one of the things to kind of be kind of be thankful for that um, you know some brands do actually listen, um, whether or not it was always in the offing, but still just kind of one of those one of those cool things. Um, so that's what's in the glass and on wrist. 
I saw an ad for them on uh, the way up to Chicago last weekend uh, for Oris. And yeah, I see them pop up every yeah. once in a while too. Yeah. I saw, I saw one of those ads and then uh, the other watch ad that popped out at me was um, Brightling. Actually, there's a billboard with the Brightling uh, super ocean. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Neat. Yeah. Well, we should get in, we should get in some fresh form finds. Gotta be fresh real quick. Yeah, you do. Sometimes you gotta be fast too. Although you can maybe be a little bit slower sometimes these days. You can. You don't have to be as fast as you used to be. <laughs> so, Buzzy, what have you got, man? All right. Well, I have uh, on the wilds of Reddit, but not Watch Exchange. No, no, no. There is apparently a new, a new hip uh, subreddit called Watch Swap, and I. I'm not quite sure what their beef. Presumably, there was some sort of beef with the the regime that ran, um, you know, the the watch exchange one, because well, that's how these sort of things go. Anyway, there's a user on there that has a Maurice Lacroix or Lacroix, it depends on uh, how you. Uh, are feeling uh, Acon automatic. It's the, the 42 millimeter version and it is down to $999. Um, looks like it was, was worn very little. You know, there's not, uh, not a whole lot of notable wear on it. And um, I think this watch makes just a, ton of sense uh at a price point like that it's about i think he said uh it was 2021 when he bought it um so so yeah i i think that makes an awful lot of sense um yeah check it out yeah that's pretty good that for, you're right for that price that that's a watch that could make could make a good a number a good amount of sense so I thought for a second there that for the second time in a row, <laughs> when you said you were at Reddit, I was like, shoot, Buzzy, come on, man. Um, but no, I am actually on Watch Exchange on Reddit. Oh. And I have for sale a watch that was made in 2006, but was serviced uh, in 2014, which is still a while ago. Uh, fits a seven and a quarter inch wrist, 36 millimeters with an 18 karat white gold rotating bezel and all red date wheel. What do you think I'm looking at, Buzzy? Hmm. I don't know. Could it be? Could it could it be the thing that we like? It could be the thing that we like. Except this one's on an oyster bracelet, which makes it almost uh, perfect, but not quite. Yeah. Um, There's a poem about This that. would be a... There is, yes, there is, um, by the great Shel Silverstein. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that is as shell as it gets. Yes, Um, it is a Rolex Datejust Turnograph with an anthracite bezel, a red seconds hand, and an all red date wheel. Um, No box, no papers, but for sale at Porcello's Jewelry in Washington State. Uh, for $6,500, which seems like a what? pretty reasonable price for, for that watch. 
Yeah. Oh. The turn. I mean, I can see some wear and tear on the bracelet. Not a ton, but like, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a 16 year old. This watch can drive. You know, usual dust diving marks on the clasp, which is one of the newer style clasp. Like, this is just, this is what we like. You know, I don't know that I that I hate the oyster bracelet. Yeah, I don't hate the oyster bracelet. Like, I would. It's a date just. I would prefer it being on a Jubilee, but like this is a killer combo. I feel like I like the blue dial with the red seconds hand a little bit better, but the anthracite is a close second. Um, this is a Jubilee bracelet away from being like <laughs> off, like like perfect. Um, so yeah, I, this is this is a killer deal. Um, I don't. It doesn't. It, it would appear as though it's still available, but uh, you know, go check your sources. Uh, by the time we post this, you know, who knows. Um, Maybe you do need to be fast, but Turnographs, they're, they're kind of a, they're kind of like a constellation. They're a, they're a acquired taste. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so acquired taste. Um, uh, some may get out whatever the watch version of the DSM five is and, and, and claim that it's actually a fetish, but uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's uh that's really good. <laughs> It's it's rather attainable, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, big time. <laughs> rather. <laughs> so, anyway, well, that's 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 fresh. That's fast. But you know, speaking of staying fresh, we have we have turned into not sweaty season anymore. At least here in Cincinnati. Um, if you ask Spangler, Louisiana is always in sweaty season. Correct. However. You're starting to add more layers. You're starting to add the denser fabrics. You still want to stay fresh in certain areas. And you know something? Our friends at Manscaped can help you with that. Yes, they can. You know, I'm a big fan of the crop preserver. That's something everyday usage just, just, you know, I'm a sweatier guy. Just want to make sure you, why would, like, there are areas that get sweatier than others. And why wouldn't you use deodorant in all those places if there's deodorant that's made for that? Exactly. Not a bad idea. Yeah, that uh, in, in general, uh, Manscaped they they make a lot of products that they just uh, so well done that you think you know uh, why have I had to wait until now to to use something like this right mm-hmm. the lawnmower uh, that I mean that's I love specialty tools and that that's a definitely specialty uh, piece piece of equipment. Um, they thought through what uh, what the right tool would be for, um, you know, tri- trimming uh, body hairs in certain places, and they knocked it out of the park. I mean, they, they did a great job. They did. And the nice thing is, you know, something – because it's not sweaty season, in fact, it's kind of shiver season. <laughs> um, yes. If you want to leave a little bit more on, it's got an adjustable guard. You know, much like you want to say, hey, I'm, I'm going to let the beard grow out, which I am doing, and you can use the lawnmower on, on beard hair as well. It does an excellent job there. Maybe change your heads out or change your guards out at yeah. least. You know, you don't want any cross-contamination. You, but, but. Yes, the, the, you know, uh, the it, trimmer heads yeah. do swap out pretty pretty easily. Yep. Take pretty advantage easily. of that. And you know something? With, exactly. The guards, you can leave a little bit more on if you want, because you know something? Maybe you do want to be a little warmer. Especially if you're using the the crop preserver, things things can stay fresh. You maybe want a little bit extra heat down there. Uh, the other thing I will say is because I'm rocking a beard right now, 
Uh, the one thing that you don't want to have happen is, and I was joking with Spangler about this, you know, obviously you have the beard and the mustache, but you don't want the nose hair to grow into the, you don't want your, you don't want your mustache to be climbing into your nose, you know, and vice versa. Like you need, there needs to be a, a line of demarcation, um, because, and it's important to keep that line of demarcation because, um, I can tell you from recent experience, uh, nose hair and mustache hairs, they fight each other and that makes you sneeze. <laughs> So you need to keep the mustache down here and the nose hairs up there because if they get an argument, it's not going to be fun for anybody. You're going to be sneezing. Um, wow, that, this is interesting. Yeah. This is something I never knew. There needs to be like a, yeah. a demilitarized zone. Yeah, there does. Um, you need to make sure that the, no- the nose hairs stay up into the nose and the mustache hairs stay down out of the, no- out of the nose. Um, I thought I thought that I had a nose hair that had gone astray. Uh, it was actually a, a little upstart mustache hair that was curled up and was fighting with the nose hairs. <laughs> um, I trimmed everybody back. We're good. But that's where things like the weed whacker uh, come into play there. The precision trimming. It's excellent. You know, keep, keep, keep everybody <laughs> on their side of the demilitarized zone. <laughs> well, we learned something to do you know something. today. Goodness. If, we do, but you know what we haven't learned yet is how you could um, maybe take advantage and let people know that we sent you That's right. uh, to Manscaped to to acquire some of this specialty equipment. How, what would they need to type in at, at checkout? Well, that would be the promo code BUZZCUT for 20% off and free shipping. That's right. Let the folks at Manscaped know that the guys from the Whiskey and Watches podcast sent you, so type that. What's that one more time, Buzzy? BUZZCUT. That's right. That's right. Twenty percent off and free shipping. Yep. Help uh, help support uh, the the podcast by using that promo code. Get get twenty percent off and and free shipping. I mean that's that's a good deal. It is. And we're thankful for the folks at Manscaped for picking us up. Yes. You know, joining the illustrious uh, list of podcasts that they support. Um, so that kind of leads us into our main topic: things we're thankful for, things in the watch industry. Trends that we're seeing, people we've met. I got to say, it was a pleasure meeting Everett and Christian uh, from Foster Watch Company last week. It was, you know, I've, Everett and I have been exchanging DMs for, I would say, at least a year, if not two, just because obviously 40 and 20 is a show that I listen to. I think they listen to, you know, roughly half of what we do, uh, which is fun. Um, you know, <laughs> Andrew and Everett, both good guys. It's, it's good to see the folks at Watch Clicker on there too, you know, them teaming up. Just really neat what they've done and the, what they've been able to achieve. I will have to say, though, it is kind of funny because when I listen to all of my podcasts now, um, I tend to listen to them on 2x speed. So talking to Everett in person... I kept expecting him to be speaking faster than he was because every time I hear him, he's speaking at 2x speed, except for last week. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of throwing me off a little bit. <laughs> I, I could uh, I could understand that. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so that was that was fun. Good to, good to meet those guys. Um, so anyway, Buzzy. That's one thing I'm thankful for is that we I finally got to talk chat with Everett live via the internets. Um, so that was one of the things. Um, so making that connection. What about you, Buzzy? What's 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 the first thing that we're going to talk about that you're you're thankful for? Watch related. Um, kind of more of a warm up one, but uh, yeah, I'm thankful for our little uh, little group chat that we've got. Uh, couple of different uh, watch related group chats but really like like the one that we have with uh with spirit of time and 
and with uh, wrist cheese radio guys that that's a lot of fun that's uh it near is. near constant companion um actually had to turn the alerts off because it would get a bit much <laughs> <laughs> it 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 does uh, i feel like there will be a decent amount of smack talking yes uh Next, this this upcoming weekend with uh, the South Cal- Southern California boys, although I'm pretty sure only one of them has any affiliation uh, with that, that school in Los Angeles that is a decent rival of ours. Um, you know, it's, it's too bad that they don't play up in South Bend in November because as we saw last weekend, that, that five-minute snowstorm that we got that in South Bend, I think, great. could end USC. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I remember a couple of games uh, before fall break that were cold enough, and and you know it was hilarious to see, you know, none of our none of our guys with long sleeves on, and they've got got the full uh, uh, Under Armour and the little like uh, uh, thing that goes over oh, yeah, the face, the Gators, you know, yeah, 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 <laughs> standing in front of the heaters yeah. the whole time. I actually saw a uh, one of the like sports spoof um, Instagram accounts that d- d- does reels, and it was the same guy, but he was like, "How the different position groups in football are affected by the snow." And it started with the quarterback, and the quarterback can't hang on to the ball; the ball's just flying everywhere. Um, and then it goes to uh, defensive back, and like he's got a winter jacket on over the thing; he's got sweatpants on, like the, the stocky cap over the helmet. Um, and then it's like, and then it's like offensive line, line and he's like not sure. I was like, "What doesn't bother me?" <laughs> Just, it's like it was pretty good. It's like that is it's so stereotypical, but it is absolutely it's true. so true. Yeah, because <laughs> absolutely true. I, I knew when you brought that up that there was going to be the O line with zero yep. long sleeves just yeah. just hanging out yep yep but the db with like literally every layer possible on is also insanely accurate <laughs> so yeah no that one's that one's good i'm 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 very glad that we did end up with schmitty in that group yes as well me too so that he he was the most welcome of additions to that group chat, um, which just completely livens it up now that we've got all the co-hosts in there. Um, so it's fun. It's fun. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, you know, I, I, I think another thing that it is is good to be thankful for is that it seems like some some watch brands, at least to a degree, are listening to their customer base, their fans, their supporters. Um, like I said earlier, the, the, the watch I'm wearing right now, Oris is definitely one that you can tell they get it. They understand, you know, what the community is looking for as well. You know, they did the, the red, the red, the cherry dial Aquas yes. now in two sizes over the last year uh, during COVID the smaller PPX, they just, they seem to really be kind of leaning in with a lot of things that the community is focused on, which I think is great. Um, and obviously they get out and see people quite a bit, um, with the airstreams. It's just a lot of fun. Um, and I think the, there was another one and I lost it. What was the other one? Oh, the folks at Hamilton have something pretty big and or small dropping here in a couple of days as well. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, their, their Instagram campaign is kind of hinting at what that might be. I was at an event here locally with Richter and Phillips in Hamilton and he, 
the rep let the cat out of the bag, uh, you know, very proudly. So I won't spoil it because the watch is under embargo for another 48 hours. Although, actually, we're going to release this after the 22nd. Are we? So um, we can talk about a couple of different things now since we're – well, it's going to go up at Wednesday at the earliest. So the 22nd is Tuesday. So we can talk about all kinds of things. Oh, there you go. Okay. Awesome. We're going to talk about the smaller Murph watch that they were talking about a couple weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah, they're releasing a smaller Murph. Yes, they released the one that was the same size as the one in the movie. There's going to be a couple of stylistic differences. Like, it's not going to say Eureka on the hand from Interstellar. But everyone is like, man, if that Murph watch would have just been, you know, 37 or 38, I believe it's coming out in 38 millimeters. I believe that's going to fit a lot more wrists. And I think everyone's going to be stoked about that. Nice. so that's one. And then going back to Oris, our friends at Oris, I'm very thankful that they sent me one of two press models of the new uh, ProPilot Coulson Limited Edition, which, yes, 3D printed carbon fiber um, watch case, which finishing was fantastic for something like that. You know, new production technique for them. Really cool textile strap with an orange leather backing. And that's because the dial is fire literally. Uh, Colson is a, I believe a Canadian company. I need to read the press release a little bit better. Um, but they're a Canadian firefighting company that combats wildfires and things like that. So they, they partnered with them to do a thousand piece limited edition. So it's obviously on the pro pilot platform. It has the caliber 400 in it. It's got the awesome, massive, fully blocked, um, loom plots. Like the, the, the Arabic numerals are all in loom. And then there's also loom dots behind it. It's a, it, it glows like crazy. Uh, the dial is a bright orange at the bottom that fades to like a deep, almost like burnt orange, like kind of almost a maroony color at the top. It is amazing in person. I took so many pictures of that watch that I can't wait to, wait to post. And I guess if you're listening to it now, you've probably seen it all over my Instagram because I think it's absolutely fantastic. And I was really thankful. They had two pieces and I was messaging Josh. I was like, it's like, this thing looks amazing. He goes, do you want to see one? I was like, you, you know, the answer to that is yes. He goes, we're going to need it back quickly, but you can have it for a few days. And I was like, sold. <laughs> Send that to me ASAP. Um, so I had it for about four days, and it was awesome. So really, really cool. Really cool that they're a brand that, like, you know, we're we're. I feel like we're like a nothing podcast. Like we're we 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 have a good amount of followers. We're up to eighteen listeners. We joke about that. <laughs> like we're 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 doing all right. Um, but the fact that like I'm messaging, you know, their 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 North American head of communications, like, hey, we've got one. Do you want to see it? And it's like, absolutely, absolutely, I want to see it. Like this just came out. I just saw the press materials, and I'm I'm getting one of the two that they have pretty rapidly. It's pretty cool. Um, so thankful for that. Thankful for good people in the industry who you know know that know that some of us fans like to see cool stuff quickly. Yeah, it's awesome. So, yeah, I mean. That actually, that's kind of a segue into um, into one of the things I'm thankful for: colorful dials. This year is yeah, uh, colorful dials on steroids, more than just Tiffany blue. You know, um, lots of greens, lots lots mm-hmm. of fun different greens, right? Um, I'm I'm thinking of the Brightling Chronomats there. Some some minties, uh, some more mm-hmm. metallic sunburst on the uh, uh, their Chronomat GMT, the forty millimeter one. Um, yeah, it, it's really great to to see that all over the place. Because um, you know, blue blue is fine, but I feel like people think like Tiffany blue to some extent now just gets a um, 
kind of it's almost distasteful because you you watch how like those stupid oyster perpetuals are you know going for like 20 grand just because they're a pretty blue color dial right like just uh mm-hmm. just like was the poster child for the for the idiocy that uh that you know things were happening uh within the the watch world you know kind of uh the, the post stimulus idiocy because uh mm-hmm. that, that was about the same time that things started getting really really ridiculous um but yeah yeah it, it's pretty fun to have have press releases that normally have you know more than just like it's a black dial right hell yes well and you mentioned black i find it absolutely hilarious that so the boys at risk cheese just did an episode on um on pvd and, and dlc and all the different coatings and black watches and then obviously there's ceramic as well it's a it, you know it's been used extensively in the in the black watches mm-hmm. uh you know color scheme i th- I th- one of the things I'm kind of thankful for is the fact that every once in a while, it seems like a podcast, whether it's us, Wrist Cheese Radio, Spirit of Time, Wrist Check Pod has had a couple like this too, where like you, you seem really prescient when something like this happens, but like, you know, you know, uh, Bro and Schmitty were talking about blacked out watches and literally two days later, Seiko releases a blacked out presage, like yeah. the version of that, that kind of looks like, the, I was like, really? Really, really, Seiko, you're gonna black out. You're gonna DLC coat a presage, a presage or a presage or however you say it, like your dressier version of your pro. Like I get it on a prospects all day, but really, you're blacking out a um, like it's like the 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 Turnograph one that I have. It's that same kind of case and and you know watch style. I'm like man, maybe maybe that's the moment where 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 black black cases jump the shark as if it's on a Seiko presage. <laughs> Well, it, either that or their market segmentation jumped the shark. Yes, <laughs> something like that. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, um, yeah. I'm thankful for pin pliers. Okay, elaborate, please. <laughs> they make pin and collar less hateful. Oh, do you still have the ones that? No. No, I don't. I don't. You don't. I don't have any clue where where yours are. I, I'm thankful that uh, that's a tool that exists, though, because yeah, ugh, yeah, tough sledding. They're they're probably in a drawer somewhere. Then they're or they're they're in a they're in a bin in a drawer somewhere in my office because I know I have a pair. I know you borrowed them at one point, but I can't remember when it was at least a year ago. And I feel like you probably gave them back because you're not the guy who borrows a tool and doesn't give it. No, I am. I'm definitely against that. I I keep all of my uh, watch related uh, ephemera besides the watches themselves. I've got a plastic toolbox that, uh, that everything stays in. So I know that's where all my tools, straps, all that sort of nonsense mm-hmm. uh, resides. Yeah. Well, and you know something? We could transition a little bit here, you know, to, to things from things that we're thankful for to, to, you know, maybe, you know, if you're listening to this, it definitely didn't drop on Friday because I'm against dropping podcasts on Friday. <laughs> However, the, the Friday after this podcast is dropping – 
is Black Friday. That's right. And you know, everybody likes to do the the shopping guides or the the gift list. You know that that's that's less our style. I mean, yes, we do lean into the blatant consumerism that is anathema here in the United States. Because if if we didn't, this podcast would be significantly less successful because it's all about little things that we think are cool and the reason we think they are cool is because you can then also buy them and then wear them. So like, I, I feel like it would be, we'd be a little remiss to, to not mention that, that this podcast is supported by the, 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 the overall culture of consumerism to a degree. Yeah. But, uh, black Friday, black Friday is on this Friday. Um, and we, we just figured we'd talk about a few, a few things that, you know, if, if you have a watch lover or you are a watch lover and are buying for another watch lover or maybe somebody who has a watch or two or is, you know, tangential to you who's watch related but knows you're the watch guy, you know, you could you could help them out with. So um, thinking of some gifts for watch adjacent people, watch lovers, things like that. Um, and some, some buying, not necessarily buying guides, but like some advice on these things for people around this time, like sales to watch out for. So Buzzy, what have we, what have we got up first? Okay. Um, I don't think that you will ever see substantial sales on any sort of great tool um, because they don't really need to go on sale. Uh, It's kind of, yeah, kind of, um, a catch 22 um you know that people want to buy them because they're great um so spring bars spring bars are certainly a great uh tool to have uh the bergeon um i forget what the their standard uh spring bar tool is they're very inexpensive for what you're getting mm-hmm. uh, about 20 $25 price point. It doesn't matter if, if you have a quote unquote spring bar tool, if it's not one of those, you have a, t- a tool shaped object. Uh, the, the tip is sharp, narrow, strong, Holds holds its geometry well. It's tempered correctly. Highly highly recommend it. Um, yeah, and and even if you you think that you you get by pretty fine with whatever spring bar tool you have, uh, definitely definitely make a point uh, to get that Bergeon. That being said, there is something that is better than a spring bar tool. It's the spring bar pliers. They're they are two hundred dollars. The the yeah, seven they are they are not the seventy eight twenty fives. Um, two hundred dollars is that's so many dollars for for a watch tool. If you're not a professional, if you're not someone that is is making making money uh, off of uh, off of your tools. That being said. I I do have to believe that the is actually almost worth it um and substantially better than the uh tool shaped objects that 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 uh you know no name uh drop shipper companies 
will try to sell you um, on Amazon for like $40, $50. Metallurgy is really, really important. You know, surface finish, grain size, the right heat treat. All, all that stuff is so important. And uh, I would be... They would never, I would think, be half off, but man, I'd be tempted. Um, it would be it oh, would yeah. be one of those those things that you buy and you think ah, I kinda hate myself for spending this much money on something that is so unnecessary. But I guarantee you that virtually everyone that's been uh, a watch enthusiast or even an enjoyer like we are uh, ha- ha- mm-hmm. has bought at least a hundred dollars worth of bands or straps and you know that you you never even use right mm-hmm. so um that would be that that would be an utter treat uh to to receive that's for sure it would be, you know, the other thing that I find, I almost want to say like somebody who, you know, who has a watch or two, not maybe not as, is off the deep end as we are, but like, you know, encouraging them with say a NATO strap or two, like if it's a watch that could take a NATO or a watch that maybe needs a new leather strap, you know, obviously as the watch enthusiasts, we know the good strap makers, our buddy at, at Cincy Strap Co., Strap Habit, you know, several other, you know, everybody kind of has their preferred go-to for either a NATO or a leather strap or even a custom leather, something like that. You know, maybe buying somebody a replacement watch strap and then a Bergeon spring bar tool and showing, hey, this is how you do this. Like, if you have a bracelet, that watch would look great on a strap. You do this and it's easy. Like, showing somebody... Teaching them how to fish, as it were. Maybe making our tent a little bit bigger because, you know, if, if, if they've got a strap and they have a watch, you'd be like, oh, okay, all right. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe I want a watch I can put on a NATO strap. And you know something? You know what watches look great on NATO straps? Seiko 5s. Oh, yeah. They do. And, you know, I, I know we all joke about this, but word to the wise – I have a sneaking suspicion that at some point between now and Christmas, Seiko 5s, including potentially the Seiko 5 GMT, which we all know and love. I have one. It's amazing. It punches way above its above its price point, I think, at 450 My guess is if you keep an eye out at Macy's or even Macy's.com, you can probably find that watch on sale for a stupid price. And then... If you or your wife is doing any other shopping there, they've been pretty generous with the Macy's money lately. Um, you could you could get that watch for a song. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion, and and it was funny because speaking of Cincy Strapco, which if you're in the market for Natos, their seatbelt Natos, you know, go check those out. I'm sure he's running a, a sale sometime between now and Christmas, probably on Black Friday and or Cyber Monday, probably the entire weekend. Just go look up Zach. Um, and then, like, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Strap Habit Sailcloth. I love the pink. I'm probably getting a red one because it looked great on about seven watches that I own. So we'll get to that later. Um, but Zach even had mentioned, he's like, I almost bought 
the Seiko 5 GMT again because I bought the one from him. <laughs> He's like, I almost bought it again when it was on sale at Macy's. He goes, I held off, but I almost did. <laughs> he goes, because it was just so cheap. So like, that's how I got my Samurai for, for I think, about 50% off. Like, if you time it right, you can get an awesome, awesome watch from Seiko as either a gift or for yourself or for whatever. Like, look for, like, we all know the Seiko Macy's hack, but, like, that's, an, that's a great way to get somebody into the hobby. Say, hey, this is potentially the only watch you'll ever need. It may also be a gateway drug. <clears throat> you can decide. But here you go. It's a killer watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is probably the best way to get massive amounts off and you know, know that, hey, I mean, I'm, I'm buying it from a company. This is new. Like, mm. you, you don't have to have any of the headaches of navigating the, the used market. Um, and who who doesn't love saving money? Yeah, exactly. And they are one of the few places that carries most of the full range of Seikos too. Like down to the like the some of the old school fives, the dress KX, the like they they carry a good number of things. I don't know that they quite get into like the SPB range. I think they kind of top out at like the turtle and the samurai and some of the ones that are kind of sub a thousand. But they also carry Citizen. They also carry Longines. Now, some of those are a little bit more price controlled, but like, I mean, like, go out there and look. Every once in a while, you find something. And I feel like the you know the the moderate to low end Seikos are really where you're gonna you're gonna make your money there. Um, that's really that's really where you're gonna find it. And like I said, if you can find a Seiko GMT for like sub three hundred, why would you not? <laughs> Yeah. By the way, when we're talking about straps, military style elastic NATOs, way to go. That's the way to go. I've got yes. got one from from Cincy Strapco. I love it dearly. You gotta check one of those out, especially if you've tried uh, you know NATO straps before or, or single passes. You know Zulus, a- any of these. And and you just it just hasn't clicked. Uh, you, you gotta you gotta try one of the elastic boys out there. Unfailingly comfortable. Oh, completely. Um, I actually just switched my SPB from its bracelet to um, the gray elastic over the weekend because I felt like wearing it on the gray elastic because it's insanely comfortable. Because um, that's my watch that reminds me that I don't need a Pelagos 39 and also <laughs> don't need a uh, Pelagos FXD because if you put that on a NATO strap or the elastic strap or the bracelet, it, yes, it's not as good as either of those, but like it, it's like 75 to 80% as good and I already own it. And yeah, sometimes you have to remember how awesome the watches that are in your collection are. Oh, without um, a doubt. And a 20, a $20 elastic strap can help you remind you of that. So go out and get one of those. Um, I'm actually, as much as I love the bracelet on this bad boy, I'm really tempted to put this. I have a 20 millimeter uh, green with a red stripe, which um, 
my Seamaster lived on for way longer than it should have because that bracelet's really good. But that watch on that strap was so killer over the summer that like I wore it way more because it was on Zach's elastic strap. I want to try that on this because I think the green and the red um, will absolutely like be really good on this watch. And it's titanium, so it'll be somehow it'll be even lighter <laughs> than it is on the bracelet. Um, so it's it's a whole vibe. Like it, it's 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 sweatpants season. So like those are I've heard somebody say that 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 strap is the sweatpants of watch straps, and it is incredibly accurate because it is insanely comfortable and infinitely adjustable as long as your wrist is not bigger or smaller than the largest setting and the smallest setting. <laughs> Yeah, it's fair. I, that's uh, that's factually correct. You know, we try to be correct at, on this podcast at times. Not always, Not always. but at times. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, let's see. What other, what other Black Friday sort of things? Oh. Hey, I've got one. Uh, it's not uh, watch, or it, and, but it is tangentially uh, watch related. Fountain pen. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yes. so Oris uh, was was kind enough uh, to to send a uh, Kawiko uh, bronze uh, sport. So it's a, a fountain pen. And uh, ger- German uh, fountain pens. They this thing's fantastic. Um, they have you can get brass, the brass version right off of. I mean, you get steel, you can steel, all, all sorts of kinds. Um, even looks like they've got a bunch in um, like plastic bodies, which I kind of wonder mm-hmm. why would you bother uh but the the brass one on amazon right now is 54 smackaroos so big uh you know lowest price in 30 days there save essentially half um i actually for an anniversary gift got my wife a aluminum one nice which um i think i i think i don't know if they make those anymore or at least when i got it on amazon it might have been like it might have been sub 50 like it was, it was one of those, and they come in a bunch of fun colors too, even the metal bodied ones. Um, but it was interesting. The reason, the reason she, um, I got the aluminum was she thought that the bronze was a little bit too heavy. Yeah. She's like, you know, if I was riding with this consistently, now I don't have a problem with it, but she's like, you know, if I was riding with this, like it's a little bit heavy. And I'm like, I get that. So the aluminum fixes that problem i could i guess the plastic would too but i mean the aluminum's the way to go i could see that uh, being really handy because one of the the beautiful things with the fountain pen is you don't have to apply any pressure to speak of uh to get the ink to flow and 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 for you to write so why not um take that and yeah also make the make the pen have the right enough heft that you know something's there but not uh not anything that would be fatiguing yeah it is funny though that you you mentioned heft because that is a weird it's a weird way that we associate with quality it's, it's a weird thing we associate with quality 
Well, oftentimes it's a fairly good substitute and (laughs) and, and something that's immediately accessible by, by anyone. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's a good way to, to do that. It's not always accurate, but, but yeah. yeah, I just figured that was worth a, worth a suggestion. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, like you said, I, I've been, I've been taking a lot of notes lately for something at work and I have to say it is absolutely a joy to, um, to bust that thing out. Um, so much so that I, I, and I guess this is another, this is kind of another thing to keep an eye out for, but also to be thankful for the replacement cartridges <laughs> for that pen are very inexpensive. <laughs> True. So, um, you can get what I think was it five, five packs for like $13 or something like that on Amazon, maybe even less. It's like, all right, let's, let's get one of those. And I don't even know if I've gone through one five pack. Like I've, I've been writing a lot with it. So I've probably gone through like maybe three or four cartridges, but maybe not a full five pack. And guess what? I got four more left. I got 20 more cartridges. We're good to go for a while. That's a whole lot of writing. That's for sure. It is. It is. Writing notes uh, at work. I don't know, man. Uh, they don't do that at FTX, and that, that worked out just fine for everyone, right? <laughs> I can't wait. So Rachel and I have been watching We Crashed on Apple TV. It's been a slow burn. We started it probably four months ago, and there's only, I think, like six episodes, and we're on episode like five. Like we just, you know, with the three little ones, it's just kind of tough to – I like watching <clears throat> the longer form TV that we've been able to get. Lately with, you know, Netflix and Disney Plus and Apple TV, like, like they make the episode the appropriate length for, for what they're trying to convey. They're not trying to fill an hour. They're not trying to fill a half hour. There's no real target, which is kind of nice. Like, some episodes are, you know, 45 minutes. Some episodes are an hour plus. Like, they're as long as they need to be for the story. Um, so... I can't wait for them to do that version of we like the we crashed thing in like four to four to five years on FTX. I can't wait for it. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, God, the truth is stranger than fiction sometimes. It really, it really, really is. It really is. Um, you know, I'm just trying to think of anything else from a Black Friday perspective, and I think we talked about that. We've talked about, I don't know. I can't think of anything else. Like there's the secret Seiko hack. Keep an eye out for your good strap. Won't be so secret if you keep telling everyone about it. Goodness. Well, well, but it's not like Macy's is going to stop doing that. (laughs) I I am pretty confident. You know, as much as we joked that like Rolex brought back the Jubilee and Oyster choice because of us, (laughs) like I am like, I'm really sure that Macy's does not care. Um, anyway, so no, I'm, 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 you know, really just thankful that we get to continue to do this, this little nonsense, me and it's, it's socially acceptable for Buzzy to drink, you know, a single gulp of beer, That's right. um, uh, maybe in his office and maybe we, two, yeah. if I'm not feeling maybe two gulps. Greedy, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I drank. How many beers do you have? Two, but it's really only like one. But you're rounding up, and it's 15 ounces, not the 12, and that's the hack. <laughs> I I don't know how many six packs I'll have to go through for the novelty of the like tiny little beer bottle to wear off. I, if it ever does, maybe it'll never wear. Off. I don't know if it will. I don't know if it will. But um, 
you know, really thankful that we get to continue to do this, that it's, it's still, I don't want to say worth it, but like, there's enough of you listening that like, I don't know why we would ever stop. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. it's fun for me to catch up with my buddy. We get to talk about a topic we like, um, you know, really thankful we get to do this and, you know, really thankful for all the people we've met. We haven't spoken to some of them in a while and I think we need to, we need to change that. So maybe that'll end up on our new year's resolution episode that we, we need to start working on lining up some more guests again. Um, cause we had a really good, really good, uh, a couple good, couple good stretches over the years of getting good guests. And it's, it's been a little bit fewer and farther between. And some of that's been life comes at you fast. And some of it's been a couple of other things, but, uh, you know, really, really thankful for the people we've met and, um, you know, really glad we get to continue to do this and, and hopefully you guys all still find it entertaining. So, um, anybody who's traveling like me and Buzzy, I don't know, are you, are you going out of state for Thanksgiving? I can't remember. Uh, or no, in state, but, but further away. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm going as far as humanly possible. Uh, and, and still in the state. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anybody traveling this week, uh, be safe. Um, Enjoy time with the family, or enjoy time away from the family if that's your bag too. Uh, you know, whatever any, whatever you want to do. Sometimes, sometimes you do a little bit of both, right? Sometimes you need a little bit of both. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody, um, and uh, we'll catch everybody in a week. See ya.